Welcome to the home of the blessed people. And here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Adeyemo. Pressing in for a miracle. All through the New Testament, you will see that everyone that experienced the miracle from the Lord had to do a pressing. Many people are not seeing miracles in their lives today because in the realm of pressing, they are absent. For you to receive a miracle in this month of miracles, signs and wonders, as God has been helping us, teaching us, exposing us, expounding us to his word, for you to receive a miracle, there is something very important that you must have as part and parcel of you. It is pressing in. And the new covenant, you will see this. It's common. People pressed in for their miracle. Everyone that pressed in for a miracle got their miracle. In these days, 21st century of, wow, can I categorize it? Is it laziness? Is it lack of spiritual appetite? Is it lack of being tenacious? Is it lack of going for what you really, really want? Has stopped us from being a candidate of pressing in. Ladies and gentlemen, we ought to press in. We said in our previous series that if a 21st century believer is to be described today, he should be described as a person of miracles, signs, and wonder. M-S-W. Praise God. A person whose life is full of miracles. Every day should be a day of miracle. What is a miracle? A miracle is when natural laws are suspended for supernatural laws to take effect. Hallelujah. That should be our daily occurrence. We should see laws changing for us, circumstances changing so to meet us at the point of our own need, situations changing, shifts in the realm of the spirit when it comes to us. Turnarounds, liftings, our lives should be full of miracles. A person whose life is full of miracles. That's who we ought to be. A person who is a sign. A person who is a sign. That's how we should be described. When people want to know what God is saying, they should just look at your life. When they want to know what God is doing, they should just look at you. When they want to just know the direction things are going, they should just look at you. Your life should be a life that is at a covenantal angle to the son of righteousness. A life that collects the light of God and reflects it to his world. A sign. A sign. You don't only collect that light, you reflect that light to the watching world. So they may know what steps to take to realize their positions in God. He should be a sign. When you see a signboard, it tells you exactly what's going on. It tells you you are in what city you are in. Well, in a structured nation, it will tell you what city you are in. It will tell you what's the population of the city. It will tell you some other things. Praise God. Signs are read by people. They are seen by people. And I'm trusting God that in this month, he will make you a sign. He will make you a sign for people to know what steps to take to realize their positions in God. 
You should be a person of wonder. MSW, you must be a miracle. A person who is a sign and a person who is a wonder. A person who is a wonder to his generation, like David said in Psalm 71, I am a wonder unto many, but you are the one responsible. You are my strong refuge. I'm trusting God that God will make you a wonder to such an extent that you'll be a trailblazer dazing your generation. Oh, I did not hear your amen there. Oh, let me hear a good amen. amen. Today, I want you to know that you can press in for a miracle. Tell somebody, I'm going to press in for a miracle today. Many things you want, it's going to take a miracle to get it. But all you do sometimes is stop there. You announce to the world, ah, I, I will have to need a miracle. I, I will have to have a miracle to get this thing done. But you say it, you announce it, but you don't press in. You don't press in for it. You don't do what is necessary to be done to have your miracle. Tell your neighbor on the left again, I am pressing in for a miracle. Tell the one on the right, I am pressing in for a miracle. You are out there this morning and you need a miracle. In your life, you need a miracle. You are out there. You need a divine intervention. You are out there this morning. You need a turnaround. You are out there this morning. You need God to shift things for you. Otherwise, you will be in trouble. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. You need to press in for that miracle. All over the New Testament, everyone that needed a miracle pressed in for it before they got it. In the preview of our time, I could give you many examples, but in the preview of our time, I'll give three today, this morning. There's that woman with the issue of blood in Luke chapter 8, verses 43 to 48. The same story is repeated in Mark chapter 5, from verses 25 to 34. Mark 9, 20. Mark, uh, oh, sorry, Matthew, Matthew 9, 20 also states the same story. You know that story. The woman with the issue of blood. This woman pressed in for her miracle. She went against all odds. She was pressed on every side. But she pressed in so that she would not be oppressed by her plague. In a day, it was wrong. It's something punishable by death. When a woman is having a period in the month, and you let other people touch you. It was a Jewish custom and tradition. You are termed unclean. And until you stop, in fact, in those days, there were laws that made a woman stay at home. She would not go to work when she's having that moment. And this woman has had it for over 12 years. And she has spent all she had. The Bible says that in the book of Matthew. And in the book of Mark, that she spent all she had. Suffering from this hemorrhage. So she risked 
her life. Because in those days, if you disobey that law, you are stoned to death. So you can imagine the risk she took. You didn't ask yourself, what if Jesus did not heal her? What if she didn't get her healing? How would she manage back? Maybe she would have been suspected before the healing. Then after she didn't get the healing, who knows whether she could have been stoned to death. But still, she moved on. Praise God. She pressed in. Tell somebody this morning, I'm pressing in. Oh, say it like a minute, I'm pressing in. The crowd was many. The crowd would not give her the opportunity to go forward, but she still insisted she was pressing in. Secondly, look at another example in Matthew 15, 21 to 28, about the Canaanite woman, the Cypherosian woman, a woman that was not part of the covenant of Israel. The Bible makes us to understand that she pressed. How did she press? Jesus was mute when she was even asking for a miracle for her child. Listen to me. The child had mental health issues. The child had gone, she had mental problems. Her child was not normal. She came to Jesus and Jesus called her a dog. How much more insult can you take? Do you know some people don't get their miracle because they, they are too offended? Something so little will offend them. As little as pastor is putting on a black and uh, pink striped uh, tie, he should have used a blue tie. So I'm offended at his tie. Praise God. It's as frivolous as that in our generation. I remember a lady, this even reminds me of a lady, about seven years ago, the power of God broke out in the church and everybody, everybody, everybody felt the anointing of the Holy Ghost. People were on the floor. This happened over 10 years ago. People were on the floor, the power of God all over. People were getting healed, and people were getting delivered. And this woman left the church. Why? She was offended. What was the offense? She said, Pastor, you laid hands on everybody. You didn't lay hands on me. I wasn't controlling it. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm not coming to church again. Offense. I said, if it's, even if I'm laying hands on everybody... What's wrong with your own head to come and put it under my hand? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So people get offended. Any little thing offends. Any little thing offends. But thank God for this woman. She was focused. Are you listening to what I'm saying? She was focused. What did she want? Somebody to treat her nice. Is that what she wanted? Oh, no. Somebody to give her a special seat. Is that what she wanted? Excuse me, can you tell me what this lady was going for? Miracle for her daughter. She was focused. No distraction. People who press in are focused people. Are you focused? Ask yourself this morning. 
The third example I want to give you this morning is about Bartholomew. I wanted to call him blind Bartholomew, but he has been healed a long time ago. We still call him blind Bartholomew. Bartholomew was somebody who was blind, but he heard that Jesus was passing by. The Bible says he began to press. I speak over your life today. You will press. I said you will press. You will not be oppressed in the name of Jesus. How do I press in for a miracle, Pastor? I've heard you. Because this man called Bartholomew, the Bible says he heard that Jesus was passing and he started pressing. He shouted on top of his voice, Son of David. He did not call Jesus by his name. He had known that if if this man truly is the son of David, he has authority. David is a man of authority. He has authority and I'll be hearing. He has authority to drive out even blindness. So he was screaming as if it was his last chance. People told him, keep quiet. The Bible says he screamed the louder. And after a while, they gave up on him. How did they give up on him? Not because they wanted to, but Jesus had him. Everyone that presses, heaven will hear you. Oh, you didn't hear me this morning. If you press, heaven will hear you. Quickly, because of a preview of our time. How do I press in for a miracle? How? What are the things I need to do? Number one, you need to press into the world. This woman called, this woman with the issue of the, the blood, with the hemorrhage issue, one of the things she did was that she pressed into the wall. Some of you have the word, but you are not pressing. You are not pressing. You are not laying a strong demand on what the word of God has to offer. This woman laid a strong demand at the risk of her life. That was how strong her demand was. Pressing is acting on the word. She did not just know the revelation of the word. That the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. One of the distinguishing prophecy of Jesus is that healing will become a common phenomenon in his days. He had read in the word of God that the word of God says that the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. According to Numbers 15, 38 to 39, The word of God says, speak to the whole of Israel that when they are doing their clothing, the hem of their garment must be knitted in certain ways. And also the hem of the garment of the priest must also be knitted in certain way because he has healing at the hem of his garment. That was why she said within herself, if I might by touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Why was he going to touch the hem of his Bible? The word of God has said there will be healing there if he's a priest of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. She pressed into the wall. According to Leviticus, according to Malachi 4.2, the word of God says concerning Jesus, 
that the son of righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. There is healing in Jesus. So he knew that if truly this is the prophet that the word of God has been pointing to, then when I touch the hem of his garment, what will happen to me? I will be made whole. So she pressed into the word. Everybody say press into the word. According to Leviticus 15, 19, if a woman is having the, the period or having a time of the month, according to the word of God, she was supposed to be stoned. She was supposed to face death. She's not supposed to go out and touch anybody, not to talk of going to a crowd. That could have finished her. But circumstances didn't stop her. Situations didn't stop her. The risk of the day did not stop her. She pressed into the world. Do you know how many people are not having their miracle because of the risk involved? Because of the risk involved. But she judged the word of God that faithful is he that has promised. I'm trusting God this morning you will judge him faithful. Concerning that situation and circumstance you are passing through, I'm trusting God that the boldness like this woman had to ignore the risk and saying it's worth risking it will be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. These situations were strong enough to hold her from pressing, but she pressed. She pressed. She acted on the truth. She knew the risk involved. And she said within herself, oh, I'm trusting God this morning. You will be able to say boldly within yourself that this is true and let every other thing be a liar. She said within herself, if I might but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. She knew of an assurity. What are you saying within yourself? What are you saying to yourself? Are you saying, oh, I'm finished? Are you saying, oh, this is for a foregone conclusion? Are you saying it can never happen? Or are you just saying it is well? But listen to me. If I were you, I would say what God has said. If I were you, I would say what God is saying. The word of God says there is healing in the garment of a priest. I will go for it. If I touch it, if it's the same one that the Bible is saying, he will arise with healing in his wings, then that healing is mine. And she said, she concluded within herself, if I can just touch it, I'll be made whole. You will touch something this morning, and God will touch your situation. If you believe it, say good amen. amen. People who press always have something to say within them. I'm trusting him. You will have a voice to speak to yourself in the name of Jesus. Oh, that's powerful. I can't hear a good amen there. Amen. Number two. People who press in are always willing to take risks. If you are not willing to risk something, you will remain on the same spot. This reminds me of the four lepers who were caught in the midst of the Syrian siege. They said to themselves, if we stay here, we perish. If we go, Amit, we perish. If we go there, we perish. So let us do something. But the last thing we should not do is to remain on the same spot. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, take a step to take a risk. 
Oh, it's too dangerous to start a business. Then you will remain the same. It's too dangerous to go to school. Wow. Your certificate will be in the air always. Oh, it's too risky to attempt to buy a house. Mm -hmm. You'll remain a renter, continue. Anyone that has done anything significant took a risk. Are you listening to me? Take that risk. Amen? Some of you don't even know that getting married to somebody is a risk. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, or you don't know. <laughs> Look at all of them very quiet at me. Praise God. I think I should arrange this marriage seminar. <laughs> it's a risk. But if you don't, are not willing to that, take that risk, remain single. Amen? And you know the weather in Canada does not encourage singleness. <laughs> Praise God. It doesn't encourage it. So that's why I'm praying for you. Everyone desiring to marry, under the sound of my voice this morning, the Lord will do a miracle for you in the area of marriage in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Don't take a terrible risk, though. Let us balance it. Number three, people who press are focused. The Canaanite woman, she was insulted. She said, I don't mind. I came for my daughter's healing. Amazing how many people are offended and the little things take their miracle away from them. Many things are out there and they are ready to distract you. Please don't allow distraction in your life. I'll repeat that. Don't allow distraction where? In your life. Turn your Bibles to Mark 7 quickly. Mark chapter 7. Are you being blessed this morning? Praise God. Mark chapter 7 and verse 24. Mark 7, 24, okay? Because of our time here, let me still get it, okay? Mark 7, 24. And from thence he arose and went into the borders of Tyre Sidon and entered into the house and would have no man know it, but he could not be hid. Oh, somebody here would not be hidden anymore. Yeah. Go on, go on. 25, go on. And from there, for a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him, and came to him and fell at his feet. Where did she fall out? At his feet. I want to say something about this. He said he had an unclean spirit, but the book of Matthew explains it better. The book of Matthew said she had a mental problem. She had a mental disease. She was mentally, mentally sick. 
That's why I'm speaking to everyone under the sound of my voice today. That you are related to someone with mental health or mental sickness or somebody has gone lunatic around about you. A miracle is about to take place right now. In the name of Jesus. Verse 26. 26. And the woman was Greek. That is a foreigner, not a part of the covenant of Israel, a Syrophoenician nation. And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. Verse 27. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled. For it is not meat to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. What did Jesus Christ just call her? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I know Jesus is too holy to insult. I know. But if you interpret properly, you'll see what he just told her. That she narrated that you can't give what rightfully belongs to children. Who are the children? Jews. What rightfully belongs to children? You can't give it to dogs. Look at what the woman said. Go on, 28. Hurry up, hurry up. My time is over. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord. What did she do? She said, Yes, Lord. I agree. Call me dog. I'm even a tiger. Call me anything. That's not the focus. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. I'm still qualified for something. 29. 29. And she said unto her, For this saying, go thy way. And the devil is gone out of her, thy daughter. Excuse me, I want to ask you a question. Did Jesus pray for her? Did she pray for her? What brought the miracle for her? Our faith. Second service will talk about faith. But let's leave this one alone. Praise God. Now, look at what she went through. Look at what happened to her. But the key here is that she kept pressing. Don't give up at the blinks of your miracle. Are you listening to me? Don't ever give up. It will surely come. The Bible says the vision is for an appointed time. Don't it tarry. Wait for it. It will surely come. Don't it tarry. Wait for it. It will surely come. Let me tell you something. It is too late for the devil in your life. You are having your miracle regardless of what the devil wants to do. If you believe that, say good amen. amen. Praise God. Praise God. And lastly this morning, those who press, those who press in get heaven's attention. They get what? They get heaven's attention. Look at blind Bartholomew. Blind Bartholomew, he, he was in the situation that he was going to remain blind for, his life, for the rest of his life. That's in Mark 10, 46 to 52. The Bible makes us to understand in verse 47 of Mark chapter 10. He started pressing. He was shouting. He was shouting. He was shouting. Son of David, 
have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on me. There's something important about him calling him the son of David. That's for another message, not today. Son of David, have mercy. Son of David, have mercy. He kept on pressing. There was obstruction, there was distraction, but he kept on going on. They told him to keep quiet. He never kept quiet. He kept on going on. By five, verse 49, he got the attention. Listen to me. All those who press get everyone's attention. He got the attention. Jesus stood for him. Jesus said, bring him here. He got the attention. But you see, the attention is not all that is needed. That is for second service. What do you need beyond attention? He got the attention. And Jesus said, yes, bring him here. By the time he got to verse 52, Jesus said, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Because Jesus asked him, he said, what do you want? He said, that I may see. Those who press, God gives them blank check. It's you, name, name what you want. But let the pressing reveal your strong desire for it. Praise God. And I see you receive your miracle this morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. How many people are ready for their miracle today? Don't forget, number one, act on the word. Number two, be ready. Be ready and willing to take the risk. Number three, be focused. Don't be distracted. And number four, people who don't give up get heaven's attention. People who press always get heaven's attention. Rise on your feet like a champion. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.